Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone can step foot onto the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what kind of criteria do we like to use when we decide who steps foot onto the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You can tell them what we're talking about this season. I'll let you do it this time. You usually do it. I did it last time, but I'll let you do it. Okay. As a birthday present to my best friend, Nick Keller, we are discussing- Bestest friend. His- bestest. I feel, like, bestest. I feel like you have other best friends, and I want it to be very clear that I'm bestest. My best man. How's that work? That would work. Yeah. I mean, okay. I was that. So The best man at my wedding, Nick Keller, we are discussing his favorite actor, arguably, Ar- Adam Sandler. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. We are discussing Adam Sandler movies. We are in group B of Adam Sandler movies. And it's, it's a good one. The bracketologists did a good job, Nick, didn't they? I think fair enough. I think I, I like some of it. I mean, the, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this uh, group B seating here. I think there is one that's a little off, but we'll run through it here. We have the four seed murder mystery. One of the more recent Adam Sandler projects going up against the 13 seed, eight crazy nights, the fifth seed click, going against the 12 seed Billy Madison. Now, I I would be of the mindset that Billy Madison is is not getting its fair due. With that being said though, I mean, you know, there's a there's always going to be us golden age Adam Sandler fans who are going to put it up there that maybe need to come with a reckoning of sorts to say Absolutely. was it was let's it? St- we're in Billy Madison. Let's let's just stay in this group. So, no, so if you had a remote control to control the world, what would you do? I think I would just honestly, I would. I think just the pause function would be the thing I want for naps the most. Yeah, just take a pause and then I can take a nap and then I didn't waste time. I just wake up out of the nap. I'm like, hell yeah, man, that was awesome. I love the fact that Christopher Walken would have to come hang out with me a lot and be weird and crazy about about stuff. That sounds like a great time. Now, I've never seen Click, so I don't know what that means, but I'm down Christopher to Walken hang out with is the Walkman. The, uh, the scientist slash maybe God. It's not <laughs> super laid out well. I think he might be God, but gives, you know, the whole point of Click, right, is, you know, Hey, wouldn't you, you know, oh, you hate the mundanity of life. You don't want to do the, the sitting in traffic or the, you know, having to watch your kids shitty practices. Well, what if you could just maybe fast forward through some of that or, you know, maybe slow down on the lovemaking, right? Make it last longer. You know, all of these things that, you know, I mean, it's just life, right? I, I think there's, there's an interest. So he gives them the remote and he can control that. How, also, here's the deal. Billy Madison, right? Every time I have ever had a dream about going back to school, it is a goddamn nightmare. Yeah, it is interesting that this concept of go back to school at all grades, not just one or two, not just like, hey, man, you just... One of the things that's wild about Billy Madison to me, by the way, is like they just bypass the idea of like he could just get his GED. Like that's... I know the movie's a lot shorter if he just gets a GED, because like he paid for you to get through all your grades. But if you just got a GED, you would prove. And Billy Madison also proves an- another point that I think is just underlooked and we need to address as a society. The father owns a multi-billion dollar company and his nepotism is so strong that his kids suggest like, I'll just do a week of every grade. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'd that would that. prove to me <laughs> that you can run this giant company that employs so many qualified people. And it's obvious too. Like, I mean, the guy, uh, the, the main villain, uh, you know, it, it is obviously a bad person, but you bring up a great point that 
at least that dude is qualified to some extent. Like he's clearly worked in the industry. He understands how this works. They could not have done a better job within the first five <laughs> minutes of setting up how shitty and underqualified Billy Madison is as a person than having him be so drunk he hallucinates. And the best part about his day is getting nudie magazines. Like that's, if you needed to know, if, as far as character development goes, aces we that needs to be studied in film classes because i know everything i need to know about this character within five minutes and it's like yeah no maybe not and also once again i i mean billy madison is gonna have that spot in a lot of people's hearts like and and, and i think this will be an interesting one to talk through why is you have another thing i want to talk about click wait one second talk about what one the, other thing about billy madison yeah well, billy madison real quick yep. the villain guy whatever his name is i can't remember what does he actually do that's a villain besides wanting to better his career and thinking that he can run a company? <laughs> he doesn't actually do anything. He says, this idea to send you back to school is stupid. And everyone's like, fuck that guy. Fuck yeah. him. As you bring it up, and, I've, and I feel like I've seen it enough to feel very qualified to say, like, at no point, I mean, it's implied that he's going to maybe be bad or like a, like a villainous kind of capitalist and be a jerk and but like he at no points like strictly says like and i'm gonna shut down three of the three of the hotels that are underperforming and kick all of them out and make them homeless and i'm gonna start underpaying staff and we're gonna like do, it's like at no point does he lay out like a vision that's like scary or like you just know he's kind of a dick to he's a dick to a 20 i think let's assume he's 25 in the movie let's assume adam sam is 25 in the movie so this is a assumedly 45 year old man the villain sees this 25-year-old kid who constantly makes an ass of himself and yet knows that that's going to be his boss and we're all supposed – and he's like a dick to him because of that. And then we're all supposed to be mad at the villain. We're all supposed to be like, why are you so mean to Adam Sandler in this? He's just, he's just a lovable dope. But it's like put yourself – flip that around and put yourself in his shoes. You'd be like, there's no way my boss is going to let him fucking run this thing. There's no fucking way. <laughs> Like all, and like the only, the establishing reason we know he's the bad guy is because he makes mean faces at the dinner table at Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, they're right. Like, just because he's like, Bleh. like, we're supposed to be like, what a jerk. <laughs> we hate this guy. <laughs> oh man, you've, you've cracked Billy Madison wide open for me as far as like, we should look at this movie differently, huh? We should really Yeah, think it's about just it. a, a fucking textbook example of nepotism at its finest, and, and we root for it. Yeah, and can we talk about, like, I mean, so every time he graduates, he, uh, he gets a party. Like, m imagine you're the parent getting the invite. You're, you're our first-grade parent, <laughs> and... And your son or daughter comes over with an invite, say, I got invited to a party. Like, oh, cool. Where are we going to go? Chuck E. Cheese. And it's like, uh, no, it's, and then like, you are like, wait, is the, the, the Madison mansion? Wait, what? Why, Isn't why, he why are you, why are you invited to this? Why, how did you get, the, did you find this on the ground somewhere? And they're like, no, Billy's in my class. Did they have to sign waivers to let Billy in the class? They for had all the to sign some waivers, right? Someone also, had to talk to a parent. Fun behind the scene fact, when he's just beaning these kids with dodgeballs, they really did that. That's real. No, that's they said go out there and play dodgeball. And he's just making these kids cry left and right. And then when the parents were like, hey, uh, aren't you going a little hard on these kids? For He's like, they signed up for this. Like that was his. And I mean, this is Adam Sandler as a younger man. Maybe he would think differently about it now. But that's, it's fucking great. Man, Billy Madison. Wow. Wow. I yeah. mean, so here's the one thing about Click that, I have not read the full article, 
but there is a uh, an editor for Vulture Magazine, Jesse, uh, who he has a great podcast called Good Ones. It talks about jokes. Anyway, so he is a huge Adam Sandler fan and wrote a 20,000 word review of every Adam Sandler movie. He watched every Adam Sandler movie and his criteria for reviewing them was I'm going to judge them by the standards that Adam Sandler sets for himself and like what he would consider to be a good movie. And I haven't read it, I want to read it, but when it all was said and done, he put Click as the number one Adam Sandler movie. Not just is it, is it the best movie, but by the standards in which you would apply to like the criteria you would make by watching any Adam Sandler movie and what he would view as being good comedy, he put Click in there, which is so interesting to me. And like, it, it kind of makes me, and as we've kind of dunked on Billy, I don't I'm know. Not, okay, here's the deal. I'm I mean, walking it, in Billy Madison because it's funny as hell. Uh, At the end yeah, of the day, I, it's funny as hell. I'm locking in Billy Madison. You can lock in Click if that's you. Do you. Uh, I mean, uh, Do you. maybe I just need to go read the article. I'm going to read the article as part of my research and then maybe come back with some like, hey, man, we really messed this up. But it, my, heart, my heart says Billy Madison, even though you've completely now like, as I, if this makes it to the final four and we have to watch it for research, I will definitely now have this lens on it that I have never had before. <laughs> and have to, to like critically, I have never watched an Adam Sandler movie critically. And this might be the first time where I'm like, this is not okay. Like nothing in this movie is fine. So, all right, I'm with you. Let's move Billy Madison into the Elite Eight where it's gonna go up against the four seed Murder Mystery versus the 13 seed Eight Crazy Nights. For those, These are two movies that are a little more, I would say in, uh, you know, the more B side of his canon, right? So for those of you that may not be as aware, uh, Murder Mystery is his most recent, one of his most recent movies on Netflix. It uh, is him and Jennifer Aniston, and they uh, end up wanting to rekindle their romance, so they go to Italy and end up a part of what is essentially a murder mystery. There, yes, that's about the movie plot. I would say, though, I mentioned this when we were talking about Fifty First Dates. Like, if you want, I think Adam Sandler does play a very fine lovable husband in the sense that like you could kind of see how a woman of the caliber of like a jennifer aniston a drew barrymore gosh i mean he's been tied to so many you could kind of see like how a younger especially i mean adam sandler was a good looking cat when he was younger right how he would have talked his way into marrying a young jennifer aniston she obviously aged a lot better than he did but you could kind of get it so i've always never as far as the the trope of like the attractive wife to the schlobby male husband. I've always kind of like, I could kind of see how Adam Sandler could have pulled it off. This is, and as I was saying about Fit for Days, this is a better version of that movie. If you want the, if you want him being a husband or like a love rom-com with Adam Sandler, great location. They're in Italy. It's fucking gorgeous. Um, this was actually really fun. And I would say it was a more, it brought it, as Adam Sandler always does, you think he, you think the guy's fallen off. You think to yourself, man, this guy's lost it. He hasn't been funny for 10 years. I would say this was a movie that watching it, I was like, you still got a couple tricks up your sleeve now, don't you? Don't you, Sandman? So that's a little bit about that. Do you want to talk about Eight Crazy Nights for the people, Cody? Uh, yeah, didn't see Murder Mystery. Sounds good, though. Anyway, uh, Eight Crazy Nights is an animated movie about, um, is he like a drunk shithead, basically? Yeah, he's an, so, like he's a alcohol. No, it's not like I don't think it's. I think it's like has a problem with alcohol. And I think you really glossed over animated movie. This is wild. Adam Sandler. I mean, this this comes out of time where Adam Sandler's probably at some of the peak of his popularity. Yes, I, I'm gonna say too. We both saw this in theaters, not together. 
Yeah, that was the last time I saw it. I was like 14, 2002. Dude. Yeah, I think I've seen it one more while. time just to like be like, what's like, is this a fever dream? This is a man. <laughs> Did I have a stroke and imagine this movie? Did this happened. This is a, like you have to think of like how wild that is. That this movie is just it's a it's supposed to be like a Hanukkah movie. It you know, and but he just went to someone's like I want an animated movie with myself in it. Make it like that's the level of where Adam Sandler was in the world. Will Ferrell does not have an animated movie that's basically his, uh, a fun story. Jack Black does not have this. Adam Sandler was like, no, nah, I'm going to make a, an animated movie. That is what, and it's, and it's hand-drawn. This ain't no CGI bullshit. This is okay, hand-drawn. So one second, though. Jack Black has a video game, so leave his name out your mouth. I'll maybe consider it. <laughs> maybe consider it. Fair but enough. either way, yeah, so Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, so you keep going. Alcoholic who... Yeah, it's Hanukkah stuff. I don't remember much of it. I remember he gets drunk in the snow. Does he break into a mall? I don't know. Yes. Oh, that's the initial, that's the inciting incident. And then for court, he then stays, as part of his sentence, and he then stays with the that one family. Um, I just remember they, they have the hairy butts, which I know. Giggling about it, like it's such a dumb joke, but I remember it played very well. This is what oh, happened. That's when you the song that's a, and that's a technical foul. It's a musical. It's I a musical. Oh fuck! It's I a fucking all animated that. musical. It is Disney. How did this get made, dude? How did Adam? It's Disney. Like, no, it's not. But I'm saying like that idea, like it's oh. an animated movie that has musical elements, like throughout. This is this is just had to be Adam Sandler, like coming in and being like, "Hey, I'm famous as hell. Did you know? Do you know who I am? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I wrote a Hanukkah musical because you know that Hanukkah song that I wrote that like people fucking lost their tits over. Yeah, I want to do that as a movie. Fun Nick Keller fact. I one time, I'm not Jewish, so I don't, hopefully this doesn't come off as offensive. I did, I sang the Hanukkah song back in middle school because they would just, this is a weird thing they did in middle school. They would just give us the microphone at lunch and one one person a day could was, sing a uh, song. Was that our, just our middle school? Because Douglas I remember school? that. No, do you remember that? What? I'm, I remember it because I'm telling the yeah, story. Yeah, but like, is this can't be a normal thing, Nick. No, I'm saying that. That's weird. It was okay. just once a day, you could sing a song. I really thought I made that up. I have no. this vivid memory of some girls, some really white girls singing some Destiny's Child shit. And like, Dude, I was like, that had to be, that has to be a nightmare that I had, right? No, no. That was a thing they did at our middle school where you could just, Cody and I were two grades apart. So we never would have like seen each other during these times. But like you ate with your grade. So you would eat with your grade and then just one person a day could sing a song. I don't know who allowed this, what the purpose was. Maybe it was to get arts and like let the kids express themselves, man. Who fucking knows? But I know one time I did sing the Hanukkah song because I, I have had that memorized for so much of my life. God, Eight Crazy Nights. This is, I mean, oh man. All right, uh, Murder Mystery versus Eight Crazy Nights. I, oh man, it is, it is Murder Mystery to me, I, I gotta be honest, I, I don't think I have to imagine Eight Crazy Nights is not a good movie. Dude, I'm seeing the pictures of Eight Crazy Nights right now. It is bringing me back to this place that I don't know if I ever wanted to be back at. This, I mean, this is, a, this is maybe a cultural stroke that we had. Like, this is just a wild... I mean, you know, a lot of people give Adam Sand... Once again, a lot of shit for not making good films and just hanging out with his buddies and make, uh, in great locations. I, that at least is understandable. Right, I think any of us with that with that kind of power would do that. To be like, you know what? I wrote a song once on SNL that deserves to be a movie. Make it is a, such an egomaniacal power trip that I might actually be talking myself into. <laughs> yeah. 
I might, you know, murder mystery is great and it stands up. This weird power move that I can't even understand. I, it is so hard to understand how and why and who is our God that let this happen to us. But I, you know what? I'm going to lock in eight crazy nights just because it is so wild to me that this happened and that we just existed and let it be. And it's something that is just around for us to have forever and ever. Yeah, I'm gonna lock in eight crazy nights too. Just I, unfortunately, I've never seen Murder Mystery. You set it up; it sounded good, but I it is, and I would say like it's it's been like one of the most popular movies on Netflix for like a while. Like it holds up. I think they said it was like the most watched movie of all time on Netflix for a while there. Like when it came out, it holds up. I I I recommend it truthfully and honestly as Adam Sandler fan. But if you just want a light movie to watch, Murder Mystery holds up. But yeah, let's let's move in Eight Crazy Nights because here's the thing. So we have Eight Crazy Nights, now the 13 seed going against the 12 seed Billy Madison. I was going to pull up just like, okay, let me kind of refresh myself. Like the plot of, what, it, what was the actual plot of Eight Crazy Nights? I'm sure that there must be something I'm forgetting. And like, I, and I was like, but there's probably like a quick little synopsis. The Wikipedia page for this is no joke in essay. This is a dissertation that you would have to read through the entire plot synopsis of Eight Crazy Nights. This is, I think it's because it's unexplainable. Like you have to write it down point, like okay, minute by we, minute what happened because no one knows what the fuck was going on. Like, both of these real? are not okay. They're excellent, don't get me wrong, but we as a society let this happen. We rooted for Billy Madison. We rooted for nepotism at its core to win the day. And then we allowed Adam Sandler to say, hey, that Hanukkah song I wrote, we're gonna make a whole damn film about it. I'm gonna animate it. And it's, why did we let this world exist? Well, Billy Madison, we didn't know. Billy Madison, we had no idea that- No, like, Billy Madison's good. No, of. Billy Madison, I that liked was his first, that, You know, That's one of his first ones. We didn't know. No, the world let him make eight crazy nights. I, oh man. There had to be, there had to be a, an executive or, well, no, nepotism. They don't care. I mean, I, I don't know if it was made through his studio. So maybe it was just like, they're like, if you're going to put up the money, who gives a shit? I, yeah, it is wild to me. I mean, here's the thing that we need to talk about, Cody. And let's just, let's just get down to brass tacks here. So we're going to do our research. We're going to watch these movies, right? Yes. That's what we're going to do. Absolutely. Do we want to have a conversation about, we know Billy Madison inside and out. We have seen it enough times. We are very familiar. Do we need, and I don't know if this ruins the whole theme of the show, right? Because do I think Billy Madison's better than Eight Crazy Nights? I think so. Yep, absolutely. But do we need to rewatch Eight yes. Crazy Nights? No. I think I need, to, I need to watch Billy Madison again through this Lens. A new lens. Yeah, that I, I, I new... just, when I was dropping these bombs, it wasn't like I had researched this. This is just me now realizing like how fucked up this is. That's true. I, and I agree with you. I think that there's definitely a, a And time... I love Billy Madison. I don't want people to be like, oh, you ruined Billy Madison. That's your, if I, if I ruin Billy Madison for you because you can't watch a movie with a critical eye, but still yeah. appreciate it, that's your own fault. That sounds like something you got to talk to God about. Cause... Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, I think, I think truthfully, I would, even as I said it, the idea of, getting eight crazy nights over Billy Madison. I can't live that life. We have done, we have made some very controversial opinions on this show. Yeah. You dragged fucking bowling way too far, Nick. I mean, I got it. I did I grab it. to talk to you about that. I did take it past, uh, about like football and gymnastics. And I, you know, and do I look back on that with regret? 
No, not really. Um, anyone who wants me to apologize for that, no, I'm not. Uh, I stand by that. But I don't think I could look myself in the eye and say, as I'm watching Eight Crazy Nights and know that I could be watching Billy Madison. So That's I think fair. I think we gotta watch we gotta watch Billy Madison. But maybe we take a moment and just watch some clips from Eight just to be like this fever dream that we had. Yeah, because you I, guys that really happened. I know there's people out there listening. Like I don't know. I kind of remember it did happen. It's real. And we let it happen as a society. And that's a problem. I mean, one thing that maybe we don't give it credit for, though, is, did, I mean, who knows? Did this usher, was this the beginning of people being like, we can make adult cartoons? Like, we can make adult animated stuff. Did no, he usher, did, did Adam Sandler did. pioneer? Rocco's Modern Life. We did an animated bracket, you ignorant slut. Like, well, it, I mean, I, but movies, I guess we haven't really made a lot of, actually that, you know what? No, he did not Roger pioneer Rabbit? that. We, we don't make adult animated movies. Who framed Roger Rabbit? That's pseudo. That's both. That doesn't count. That does I will not fight count. you. Anyway, anyway, I'm locking in Billy Madison, and me and Nick are going to talk off air. Don't worry, fam. I got you. Uh, this movie, this plot, I recommend anyone go read the plot of A Crazy Nights just to remind yourself, like, what the fuck happened here? But, uh, yes, I am in agreement. We will move in Billy Madison into the final four. Talk about heavy hitters. You have Billy Madison going up against Happy Gilmore. Yeah, this... As this the is, the A the A bracket champion Happy Gilmore going up against Billy Matt. That's gonna be whoo, that's some heat, boy. All right. Well, that is it for us, folks. Thank you all so much for listening to us talk about Adam Sandler and, and our love for him and how weird middle school was for us, apparently, yeah. that we did not know. If you want to help out your boys, the biggest thing you can do, tell a friend. Number one, hands down, tell a friend, let them know. Uh, if there's an episode that you love, share it on social media. Post it on your Instagram or uh, Twitter. Tell us your favorite joke, whatever it may be. That helps us get grow this. But other things that you can do is certainly uh, follow. Add us too. We'll follow. If you add us in, in that, we will retweet it. We share the love, man. We yeah. love to hear from you. Hell yeah. A few other things you can do. Go on to uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. Make sure to hit that subscribe, follow us that we always are popping up in your feed. That way you're getting those right away as they are released. Specifically, Apple Podcasts, give us those five stars. Can't tell you enough how helpful that is and actually makes us searchable. Like I said uh, in the last episode, it, the first time I could search it and, it and it came up within like the first 10. So please do that for us. That would be so helpful. Like I said, and after 25 reviews, we will do a bonus episode, which we'll select from uh, the reviews that we have. So give us any final four you want us to talk about. Pick the, the four best songs from Eight Crazy Nights and we will... Go back in and watch those and uh, do a final four of those. Absolutely. And while you're on the internet, please follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a whole tournament, a fan submitted one, just like Nick submitted this one, email those to us at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com. If it's good, we'll give you a shout out every episode of that season and we'll do it for a whole season. And as always, shout out to Charizard for our intro and outro music. If you like what you're hearing, head on over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. And that is it for us, folks. Group C will drop next Monday, but this Friday, as always, we will do our season spotlight. It's always something good, something new, something fresh for you to listen to, getting some different perspectives. Uh, but that is it for us, folks. Like I said, Group C drop in on Monday. But until then, I've been Nick Keller. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.